Fisher scrambles He's left, winds up, three ball. He's got time in the 10 to the five, yes. to the end zone. Touchdown, Game Sprouls, gone. Touchdown, Eagle. This is the Root and Why Podcast, talking all things NFL. Now here's your hosts, Root and Why. Hello and welcome to the uh, Sydney Cup Combine Combine Edition Edition from you know one of the one of the standout prospects, if I do say so myself. Look, let's be honest. Uh, you slayed. You slayed today. I posted a few pictures up on the Wooten Wire account of your name atop various leaderboards. Uh, there was a guy called Josiah uh, that absolutely. Uh, but no one ever saw him. In. No one ever saw it. him. I don't know, and he's. N- I could tell early on that he was going to be a superstar because when you have one name, you don't need a surname. No. You, you're already elite. Beyonce, Rihanna, Jesus. Drake, Jesus, Neymar. <laughs> uh, you know, they you all have they all have other names. No, <laughs> they're just known as that. So Josiah, you know, tip my hat to you. But Woot, you absolutely slayed. Uh, I think you pretty much beat me across all events except probably the quarterback throw. I I gotta at least give myself the credit. That was your best. That was your that was your best one. Yeah, including a back shoulder throw that would have been any press say, corner. Let's just say it though, the girl that caught that. Oh, it was an amazing catch. Uh, she did very very well. The the drill that she did was, you call hut and then she says left center or right and you throw the ball mm-hmm. and then the the people in the field either go forward or back. So you got to judge distance and where you want to throw. There's no routes or anything. She just called left. Three times for me. Really? Uh, two lefts and a right. I didn't even get a chance to center. Meanwhile, Laurie Horesh gets three center passes so he can just waltz so all up. He had the easier throws. So it's uh, Minicello, by the way, also, who was uh, present um, in our Minicello. group. Yeah. The count. They call him Minicello. Do you remember that? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> he, uh, yeah, no, he got, I'm pretty sure he got three smack down the middle as well. So Yeah, he wasn't that great. I've got a video of it. I'm going to upload it probably later. Oh yeah, except he made the leaderboard oh, in he the, killed in it and everything else, but <laughs> throwing wise, eh, he was he was alright. Yeah. So anyway, for a sport that you know he played that <laughs> required passing yeah, with not, your hands, not quite the same way, no. but you know we'll, uh, we'll let it slide. Yeah, exactly. Nice guy. And he he uh, kind of remembered us from the Lunar Bowl, so that was nice. Uh, but if anyone is confused what we're talking about, today's marks hundred days from the Sydney Cup 2017. So last year we had Cal play Hawaii at ANZ Stadium to open the college football season. This year, we've got a very similar event at Allianz Stadium, different location, two different teams, Stanford, Cardinals, Rice Owls. It's going to be great. And it's 100 days, so it was the official launch today at Allianz Stadium. And TLA Worldwide, TEG Live, and Destination New South Wales, whoever behind it, decided to do a Sydney Cup combine with various media members from... uh, from Sydney, and I think there was a few from the US, I think, from ESPN. But uh, there was, you know, all sorts of different characters there. And we got invited, and it was fun. And that's what we're at today. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. So and there was I mean, all different activities. You should all be jealous, because it was... It was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. It was we, fun. The, uh, the burgers... Sunburned. The Yeah, the food that we got to taste, that oh. was red bun burgers. Yeah, Which there's... looked ridiculous, like... You, you you know they're not good for you, but uh, I could have down three of those bad boys. Oh, it was I had just to hold myself back. Unreal the food, and I, there's a comment here from the media release. So 
It was the burgers were made by award-winning burger lord. That's an incredible title and a but sick ha- business card. How do you become a burger lord? Maybe he bought property on a cattle farm. <laughs> I don't know. In Scotland, That's I know. Ma- I know Ruiz is a lord, That's it. but Jimmy Hurlston, he's the owner of Guilty, um, which is a, a very famous. And it's funny, I, we came from this, right? I go on Facebook. You know the tasty videos on Facebook mm-hmm. that show you oh, how, to, yeah. how to cook these amazing meals That's in Buzzfeed, feels like, right? Yeah, it feels like three minutes. There was there was a BuzzFeed Australia post showing uh, a like a guilty burger, and it's like uh, I can't remember what Asian dish it is, but they put it on a burger, and it was made by Guilty. And I was like, what a coincidence! That's like Facebook knows, like it's crazy. Wow. Uh, anyway, so there's a Stanford inspired burger which has three decadent beef patties in a soft red bun. So that's what you had. Thoughts on that one? I didn't. I didn't try that one. I yeah, it was. Time. It was good. It was very good. And the rice. I'm not, I'm not a fan of tomatoes, so I had to pull that off. But yeah, true. But aside. the red bun, all, all good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it's just food. Company. You love a red bun. Uh, while the that's university, <laughs> the Rice University inspired burger will include a double beef patty with pulled pork brisket lathered in Texan barbecue sauce. I'll say this: incredibly delicious burger of the day. Oh, it, it, I feel like it is the better burger. It's the other one looks better. Yeah. The rice one tastes better, but they, they missed the opportunity to add rice on it. I was about to say, that's <laughs> the biggest letdown of the entire you know day. What, was the lack of right. rice I on mean, the rice it, burger. It obviously didn't need rice. It was absolutely oh, delicious. I would have liked a little bit of rice. It, they could have made a Mexican thing. Those go- <laughs> I think they're like goji burgers is like the sushi burgers. Have you seen those? Yes. They do them. That would have, that would have been the rice burger. That's Ooh. what you should have gone with. But I'm not going to knock a burger lord. And then... Who's to argue with a burger lord? If you have a title, burger lord... Who's an enemy of a burger lord? Um, Vegetarians, I guess. Let me think of this. I will think of Sorry. one by the time you <laughs> all finish. All right. Um, then there was like all these donuts as well. And this is done by teen pastry entrepreneur and social media sensation Morgan Hipworth. Think uh, Macaulay Culkin in that movie where he's filthy rich. That's what the kid looked like. <laughs> What's it? Richie Rich. That's the movie. Richie Rich. Yeah, that's the the movie I could think of. That's what he looks like, but he creates these insane like donuts and stuff. So he created a Stanford University inspired donut, which will see a life at life. Did I stutter? A light and fluffy brioche. A fluffy. A fluffy. I am losing. Did I stutter? I'm very tired from the combine. Incredibly sunburned. <laughs> this is the first time I've exercised in about three and a half years. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Inc- it was incredible. But uh, shredding, seen... shredding for the wedding. Day dot oh, starts here right go. here. Uh, so a light and fluffy brioche donut filled with salted caramel dipped in dolce de luce glaze. I don't know what that is. Topped with sticky pecans and dark chocolate drizzle. We didn't get to try these, but it sounds good. And the you know what? We did have the opportunity, yep. but we were competing at the time, and we also thought... Another floor of the event. Love the event, by the way, guys. TLA, everything. We've, we've spoke very highly of you. It's been great. But here's hot dogs, burgers, and donuts. Now go run a 40. <laughs> and we're like, no, we're going to be responsible and yeah, do the... Although you know. I did eat buffalo wings and fries before my 40. So, look... I'm going to go with that excuse I was, as to why I was a little bit slower than you. All right. Although I was expecting to be much slower than you. So, uh, And the last is the Rice University-inspired donut. Now, this is what's going to be very controversial on the day. All right, go hit me. This is a donut with light and fluffy brioche donut filled with sticky maple bacon topped with original glaze. And then there's a syringe on the top of it which has barbecue sauce. I'm going to smash that on the day. Barbecue sauce? And bacon on a donut. Now, and that's then truly American, right? We said, we was like, 
we was like, well, yo, bro, we was like, uh, who well, put barbecue it. sauce in a donut? And they said, have you ever had it? And we went, no. And he goes, well, then don't. Fair play. Don't judge. Like, and I went, oh, so Richie Rich, donut extraordinaire. I'm telling you. No. Uh, you know you know how you said fluffly before? Yeah. You've, have you seen the video of the man? Um, he's, he's an older gentleman and he's doing a commercial and says, buttery flaky crust. No. Have you seen this video? Really, you haven't. No, it's go. It's going. He can't say buttery flaky crust, and he'll he'll just say. So is he a hero of mine? Oh, it's great. It, it's <laughs> you just watch it, and he then like his wife gets so frustrated with him, and then she goes, "You just say," and then she stuffed it up. It's great. <laughs> Give it a go. <sighs> anyway, anyway, so we got to eat a lot of food, and we did different events. So you did the we did the vertical. <laughs> I did and all I the same did, ones. We also did, did the same. Uh, vertical jump, broad jump. Uh, there was a, a modified three cone, which required getting absolutely hammered by a two hundred pound gridiron Australian offensive lineman who <laughs> nearly who, broke my jaw. Who Father McCathery? Oh, I, sorry, he's not a he's not a, a Ed. <laughs> Ed. We're on first name basis. Yeah, I know. Ed Dog. Uh, no, I meant I meant Father McCathery. He's yeah. not a priest. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thankfully, Ed McCaffrey. Uh, he he looked at the times of the three cone and went, "That it's not the same three cone, right?" Because the you know the pros are running them in sevens, a slow yeah, like slow as you seven. were like the fastest with the twenty, <laughs> and we're like yeah, you cracked the twenty one second barrier, which was that put you in an elite standing in Sydney Combine Cup, Sydney it, it, Cup it, Combine history. Uh, so that that was fun. We did a throwing drill, a punting drill. You also did very well in the punting. They they call me Rocket. You made up for your horrible performance at the Pro Kick Australia Pudding Day, so, but you learnt your lessons from that. I did. Um, and then yeah, forty yard dash, uh, which was uh, which is good. It was good. Uh, the only the only regret is that we didn't wear some form of cleat. It would have assisted we us greatly. We had an in depth conversation about um, when we did little A's and we wore spikes. We wore spikes. That yeah. is true. And we had a little purse that you carried your spikes around in. Stop saying purse. That cool. It was a man boot bag. <laughs> it was a man bag. Indiana Jones had one as well. Anyway, so the launch itself was a you know a resounding success uh, overall. It's it's really exciting. Uh, Adam Peacock of Fox Sports hosted the event. Uh, Warren Smith did it last year. Peacock uh, did very very well. Yeah. Uh, also gave us a lift home he's or a, to the station. He's a lovely gentleman. What a, what a bloke and. Uh, he he admitted that his NFL and college football knowledge isn't the best, but then he also admitted that he mostly gets all of his college football and NFL knowledge by following Laurie Haresh and Wooten Lott. So I think in a year or in a hundred days from now, he'll be ready. Um, and he did a, he did a great job today. Uh, spoke with Solomon Thomas. I periscoped it, so please check that out. Uh, very very good. And he also spoke to Ed McCaffrey, and then they launched the event, and we had the combine and, and media stuff. So the launch itself, I think, definitely a pro uh, in terms of a big uptick compared to last year. Yeah, oh, he's he, uh, Adam's personality and just you know his charism- his charismatic ways is mm. just you know he's it, a he's an ultimate professional. He is. Yeah, he is. So he it just na- fills he everyone na- with excitement. Yeah, exactly. He yeah. Uh, he did very well. We we talked about the food. So let's let's talk firstly about Solomon Thomas. Um, so Solomon Thomas obviously drafted. Three overall by the 49ers just three weeks ago. It's been a while since That's we plotted it. as well. Uh, but we called that a win. He's a great great prospect. He was sort of everyone's sort of consensus number two prospect. By the way, traded back. Yeah, still landed him. Amazing. 
Uh, he is. I love him. You love I love him. him. I love him. Yeah. He's great. Uh, his personality is crazy. When you watch his tape, he's just incredibly aggressive and aggro and like mean. But off the field, is just completely An different. Absolute he, gentle giant. He handled everything so well. Like he was getting bombarded with media stuff like all day, and a lot of the a lot of media down here don't quite know NFL and college football as much as us. Yeah. That's a, that's we're not being arrogant or anything. That's that's a fact, and a lot of them admit that. But he handled he handled it all well because I'm sure he got a lot of the same questions. And we are the first question we asked him was how many Hayne questions have you got today? And he, he was like, oh, man, a lot. <laughs> like, he he was good. And he wasn't overly as big as what I thought he would be. No. He's uh, he's solid. Yeah. Very, very solid. I just thought he'd be a bit taller, that's all. Ah, uh, eh. But, uh... Who cares how tall you are? No, as long as you get to that corner. Oh, he, uh, yeah, he's That was another thing that we asked him about. Yep. About uh, what quarterback you're most after. He wants to sack the most. Yeah. So who, who did he? He listed off Rogers. He like Big Ben, Big Ben, and Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson. Russell, Ru- Wilson. Russell Wilson. He Russell got really Wilson. hungry about. Yeah. Um, he got his eyes lit up, and he was like, "Yeah." He he wants to. He, he said the ones that are really hard to track down. It means a lot more. Yeah. Because you know how hard they are to bring back, and that's why he rattled Big Ben off the first, which I think's pro- probably a good answer because he is mobile and he is literally built like a clock tower. Yeah. So even if you get to him, bringing him down is another mission. So yeah. I think he's probably is the hardest quarterback in the NFL to sack. So uh, he he lit up though about Russell Wilson because obviously in the division, so he automatically hates. That's great. Seattle. Um, he also talked about a weird thing that happened when he met with the Seahawks. I don't know if we should say that. Yeah, we're, um, I don't know if we're allowed to yeah, talk we're gonna, about it. Yeah, we're going to keep that uh, <laughs> off the record. But um, So there's already an, uh, sort of an awkwardness with Seattle that he will want to avenge. Um, and, yeah, his family as well. Like, his mum, we spoke to his mum while he was on a phone. He had so many phone interviews, even, like, without the media. She, we were just rattling off, like, different Australian sayings and stuff because they lived here for, for seven years or five years until Solomon was seven, I think, from two to seven. Yeah. So, and Solomon's girlfriend were teaching her all the, like, Aussie sayings, like, dinky die, go to the dunny, chucky yui. Yep. Um, so that was that was really, really fun. Yeah, it was great. And uh, so Solomon, we we gave him Vegemite. Yeah, I bought him some knickknacks yesterday <laughs> on my way home from work. I was like, you know what, we'll make it a little... We'll see if he remembers some uh, Aussie Aussie greats. Yeah, and so uh, Vegemite went down very well. Oh, he lit up. He, man. he loved it. If, he if was... you had any doubt that he was an Australian or wasn't Australian, gone. Throw it in the sea. Yeah, we've totally claimed Solomon him. Thomas is more Australian than Russell Crowe. Smaller <laughs> Australian than Mel Gibson. He is very very Australian. Uh, he was eating Vegemite like he was squeezing. I gave him the tube onto his finger and just eating it straight off his finger. Yeah. And if that's, you could, if you could have, Aussie. if you, if you could have given a smaller uh, serving to his um, his missus, and she just <laughs> put it on her tongue, and then you know it cringed. She didn't want As it, and then she, he like, <laughs> it was like one of those like toothbrushed it into her mouth, <laughs> into her gums. That's great. <laughs> yeah, but and then he uh, they liked the shapes, chicken crimpy and but it was funny because uh, yeah, his his uh, better half, I'll say. Said oh, no, Solomon's pretty good. <laughs> He's true. <laughs> he is one of us. Yeah, no. Uh, she said, "Crimpy." Like, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> what is a crimpy? She didn't like, know what a biscuit was. Yeah. I know. So. Oh, 
yeah, oh, the cultural differences are, are just great. That's great. And yeah, so he uh, he talked a bit about you know uh, you know his upbringing, living in Sydney, you know, primary school here, about recess and lunch and afternoon tea, and how different it is to to America, and and also talked about you know playing alongside Christian and 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 Stanford and what we're going to expect come uh, Sydney Cup Day and, and, and talked about the Stanford band and things like that as well. So um, Solomon Thomas, incredibly nice guy, handled everything so, so well. Um, and the 49ers have got a really special player. Uh, he's going to he's gonna carve up, no doubt. He, like, no doubt at all. No. His tape is ama- amazing. His personality is, is amazing. There's, you've got no concerns about Solomon Thomas whatsoever. No. 49ers, you got a, you got a really solid guy. Yeah. It's in uh, all aspects of the <laughs> His forearms were uh, big as my thighs. Jeez, yeah. and yeah. I mean that's huge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, anything else about Solomon before we move on to the other special guest? I mean, there's plenty, but we can't. Spend well, all uh, day. we'll play some audio for you now of Solomon Thomas. You know, it, it feels amazing. It's such a beautiful opportunity, opportunity to be back here. I'm really excited to be back in a place that I would love to call home. And, I love Sydney and, and so happy to just be here back with my family and just be able to experience this. Man, it's been crazy. It's been so surreal to have a dream come true, but also have a new dream start. So I'm excited to go chase new goals and uh, better myself and become the best player I can be. And, you know, so it's a blessing, and I'm really, really excited for all of it to come. You know, the McCaffrey's are one of the best families I know. I love them so much. And Christian people are my roommates and best friends. You know, one of the best college football players to ever play the game. Just, the, just what he did for the game and how he electrified the game and, you know, the passion he shows for it, the respect he has and how, he's, how he takes it as a professional. It, it's truly, truly a gift for kids to learn and to aspire to be. And Mr. McCaffrey is a 13-year career, having three Super Bowl rings, a fourth as a, as a broadcaster for them. Um, he's a great role model for, for kids as well. And it's just the rest of the family, Luke and Dylan and Max and, Max being a professional player already, and then Dylan going to Michigan, Luke already racking up offers. They're great for for the for the game of football and a good family to model after. All right, the other guest on the day was Ed McCaffrey. Now that surname may ring a bell to you, obviously, if you just watched the NFL draft. You know Christian McCaffrey went eighth overall in the in the draft of the Carolina Panthers, but his father Ed is also. A former NFL player, he won three Super Bowl rings as a wide receiver, and he was fantastic to talk to as well. Very he, insightful. He man. came to us as well, which was weird. I think he went, we "Why?" Yeah. and we went, oh. "Hey, Doug, what's going on?" Yeah, I guess we've got time for you. Yeah, and then we spoke for a, a while. <laughs> I think we spoke to him and like Mrs. Thomas, and then Dylan, the, his other son, who's going to be playing quarterback at Michigan next year. Probably not next season. He'll be redshirting, but. He will be starting games at, as a quarterback. Just, just for let that sit. That he's playing quarterback at Michigan at, at Ann Arbor in front of a hundred thousand people, and this guy is just an eighteen-year-old kid. And you know, he was talking about movies, and and we talked about like recess, and he talked about recess, the, the TV movie show, yeah, <laughs> the and, cartoon. Like, he's about to play in in one of the most diehard football cities in the world in front of one hundred twenty thousand people every home game. It's unbelievable how crazy these kids get thrown into like all these various positions and the business of ncaa and and ed talked about the business of ed ncaa i I wish we're having a really good friendly conversation i didn't want to ask ed about his thoughts about whether college players should be paid and and christian's decision to sit out a bowl game but i got the impression from what ed said overall is that he agreed with Christian's decision, and it, it, I think obviously Christian probably asked his dad for his opinion before he did it. It was probably Christian's decision, 
I think absolutely was Christian's decision, but I, I got the feeling that Ed feels that way about college football in terms of how big it is and, and everything Definitely. like that. But he talked so much about um, the jump from college to NFL in terms of just the mental aspect. And that kind of puts into perspective a little bit about how much Hain took on mentally. And, and when we did ask Sol- Solomon about the questions he got about Hain, he mentioned that like at the time when he was in that area, he was it was a pretty big story and he was like pretty impressed. Yeah. But, um, he said just to make it to the fourth preseason game was just, you know... Crazy. Absolutely yeah. phenomenal. So, from where he'd been. But Ed was just really cool. Talked about, you know, college football and jumping to the NFL. Talked about Christian and he said he's spoken to Cam and, and they're doing they going to do so much with him in that offense. And his time at, at Denver as well and, and playing, you know, with John Elway and things like that. And he is a really smart, smart guy and he talked a lot about sort of the route tree and all this sort of stuff and he was he was really really good yeah no he was phenomenal he, he definitely spoke to us at like more more in depth than you know uh what he would have spoken to the rest of the media he got into the, like the nitty-gritty in regards to yeah. the the scheme transitions to the the nfl and the differences like that and talking about quarterbacks and how you know um paxton lynch in particular when he was talking yeah. about paxton's transition and how you know, he's, he's, I mean, it's his second year in the NFL and he's still trying to, you know, adjust his um, footing and things like that. And he's like, you know, it's not just this easy transition uh, that people think it should be mm. and that it's much more difficult than it than it seems. And he, he was even saying that coaches are, will literally look at the quarterback, point to the wide receiver and say, that's the guy you got to throw it to. Uh, yeah. I think he and mentioned Baylor do that. Yeah. Which and it's is just unbelievable. Considering Baylor go well. And, yeah, <laughs> so. but Baylor never really have great quarterbacks in the NFL because of that sort of stuff. So, uh, touched on Seattle. He asked us some questions about Seattle's offensive line and all that sort of stuff because we we're just talking NFL in general with Solomon Thomas. I even spoke about my boy Henry Anderson and Solomon Thomas, which is good, former teammate. Uh, and Ed talked about as well watching... S- Solomon in the spring game last year before the season started and he was just destroying Stanford's offensive line and, and Ed was like really worried here like either Solomon's bloody fantastic or our O-line is rubbish and he's like thankfully it was the first one and Solomon was really great and our O-line did really well for Christian and he had a good year and it was just like some of the stuff you just get from these little nuggets from players it's, yeah, it's and he mentioned Adam Gotsis as well he said that uh, he thinks Adam Gotsis will have a much bigger role this year's apparently he's really bulked up and ten pound of muscle. He said, "Yeah, that's nuts." No, that's so that's really good. So Godsus got this. With, we had no doubts. No. Um, so it was it was really good. And Ed, I, I spoke to Ed, sort of one on one about Peyton Manning because he he was working for Denver and calling the game. So to get some insight about my favorite player um, from Ed was awesome. Although Ed reminds me of Brandon Stokely, looks similar. <laughs> said that oh, as soon as he walked in, another great. That is correct. Here is uh, some audio of Ed McCaffrey. Yeah, it's going to be a hard-hitting, physical, uh, fast-paced game. I mean, you're going to see some, you're going to see some collisions, and then you'll see some big plays as well. It's an exciting game. Um, you know, it's one that I played my whole life and got to coach at a lower level and broadcast the games. Now I'm watching my kids play, and you know, I've really fallen in love with it. So hopefully, the the football fans here in Sydney get a little feel for it. Yeah, we're so excited for Solomon. He's awesome. Christian and Solomon were roommates. Uh, last year, and uh, they have the same competitive edge to them. 
the Solomon on defense and Christian on offense, they love football. They're super competitive. They hate to lose. And when you, Solomon's a nice guy, right? You see him, he's just this nice, friendly, soft-spoken guy. Wait till you see him on the football field. I mean, he's a monster just destroying people. And, uh, and that's why he had such a successful collegiate career, and that's why the Niners picked him pretty high up in the draft. Um, but Solomon also, you know, he's just a phenomenal football player. If he, if he has ever questions about, you know, life in the NFL, you know, where to live or how to handle stuff off the field, I'm happy to give that advice. Luckily, he's got a wonderful family, and we've been friends for the last uh, couple of years. So, you know, we speak frequently. What was I going to say? Um, I don't know. Oh, I, well, what's our what's our? Oh, we've got got this. Got this. Yep. What's our Solly Thomas? I know we need hashtag. something because he's he is definitely Australian, one hundred percent. Solidman Thomas, not that, quite as good. Very, we'll work on it. Good. We'll work on it. We should like I don't know merge Vegemite and have like Solly Might. Solly Might. <laughs> no, not that, but something like that. <laughs> Solly Might. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you can't see it, I just flex my muscles like. Sort of an Arnold Schwarzenegger esque. Yeah, it was bit. amazing. Solimo. Guys, um, sorry that you didn't see that. Sorry did that you didn't witness. We also what didn't just mention that here. I uh, I had fifty reps in the bench press and Wood only had twelve. The non-existent bench press. <laughs> <laughs> did that happen, or did I dream that on the train? That you definitely home? dreamt that. All right, so Solomon and Ed were fantastic, right? But the real MVP of the entire day. And I'm trying to find our drop, but we don't have it. I've got rid of it. Was MVP. MVP. <laughs> That's was Valerie Fowler. And when you hear that name, you're like, who? Who the hell is Valerie Fla- uh, Fowler? Did I start Buttery off? Flaky Crest. That's a very tough name to say. Valerie Fowler. Valerie Fowler. Unless yes. Wow. That is I would estimate zero people on this podcast are listening, unless we have some one diehard person who is very much into politics and, and knows all of the US ambassadors and embassy employees. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, anyway, so Valerie Fowler is a consulate for... She, she lives and works in Sydney as a member of the uh, USA embassy. She's a consulate general. Consul general. I don't even know what that is. But anyway, she rocked up and, man, she had, like, private security and everything. There was a cop and she was wearing a suit and she had a little badge. It's pretty cool. Um, I get excited about that sort of stuff. But anyway, uh, she just had the most insane energy I've ever seen. She had a Stanford hat on. She graduated from Stanford class of 1987, I think is what she said to Solomon Thomas. Uh, and, yeah, he, she she was just great. She is going to just – I think everyone will see her on game day on the field at some point because they have to get her involved. Yeah, and I mean, then the security will have to prevent her from getting out on the field. And Man, because she could pick up a helmet and go. <laughs> she, she wants to uh, give everything she can to this team. She was an absolute diehard. She, you could tell she couldn't stand still. She was that excited for the entire experience. Yeah. And like, God so, bless her, she was great. So as she was heading out, I just stopped her and I just told her that I loved her energy and I thought it was great. And she said. I said, are you coming to the game? she punched you and said, go Stanford! <laughs> she said, damn right it is, son! Get some! And then she's like... No. <laughs> she, uh, she said she would definitely be there on game day, and even though there's going to be 50,000 people there, we will definitely hear her. So I have no doubt about that. All right, so that's 
sums up the day pretty much. Any any last thoughts on the Sydney Cup Combine and the 100? All right, day we launch? did we did six events. Not that strenuous. We're both sore. That yep, just yep. That, <laughs> that tells you something. That tells you uh, yep. podcast yep. life hasn't been. Uh, yeah. It's good. <laughs> I'm tired, but it was good. It was good. Uh, you've listened to interviews with uh, Solomon Thomas and Ed McCaffrey. Some audio from the event, and hopefully, guys, it's going to be great. Buy tickets. Yes, exactly. Please. Hopefully, by you know, handing shapes, chicken crimpy and barbecue. I didn't disrespect the man handing him pizza shapes, I'll tell you that. I can't believe you don't like pizza shapes. And Vegemite and Caramello Koalas to the to the Solomon Thomas family, to the to Mrs. Thomas and his uh, girlfriend. Hopefully we've uh, created a relationship that we can maybe get uh, Solomon on the phone for a proper uh, podcast interview down the line, uh, catch up with him after OTAs and, and training camp and see how we go. Hey, if if it's a direct supply of Vegemite that he wants, then we, we I said will that to him. hook like, him I up. Said, we got you. Like, if we get some money for the pod, if we just funnel it all into Vegemite for Solomon Thomas, that's fine. I'm fine with that. We can just have a website dedicated <laughs> to... It's, just, it's only accessible by Solomon's IP, and he can only order Vegemite. <laughs> and it, <laughs> uh. Just getting an alert. Anyway, uh, tickets are on sale for the College Football Sydney Cup. Stanford versus Rice. Sunday, 27th of August at 12pm. Kickstart the college football season. I have a feeling this is going to be better and bigger than last year. Uh, ANZ Stadium did do a good job despite running out of beer. Um, But look, it was hard to sell out an 80,000 seat stadium. They did well with 60. So there's going to be less people, uh, less seats available at this event. But I think it'll be more full. It'll be a more atmospheric, uh, more more experience and plus... The you know the stands are closer to the field, so it's just yeah. it's going to be a more you know a dome feeling. Yeah, you, you're closer to the action at Allianz. That's just the nature of that stadium. And um, after today's uh, event, I'm really confident it's going to be a very very good event. The best available ticket you can get anywhere from forty nine dollars, so it's not too bad. That's in the non alcohol section, just an FYI. Uh, but other than that, you can get to, actually no, there's forty nine dollar fifty dollar tickets for for alcohol sections. In the nosebleeds, but at Allianz, like there's not really nosebleeds because you're pretty close to that. Action. No, the nosebleeds. So Fifty bucks to watch. The nosebleed, incredible. The uh, the yeah no the uh, the seats up top, in comparison to ANZ Stadium, is you you are far. You don't need binoculars. You're fine. Yeah, exactly. So you know it's going to be a great event, and Stanford's a great team, and we're just talking like Christian McCaffrey, Solomon Thomas, both both drafted in the top ten this year. Stanford have had players drafted in. In the top fifty every year for for as long as I can remember, David Coach Shaw does a, a fantastic job, and and I just think it's just going to be you're going to see future NFL yeah, players just like just like we did last year. Yeah. So um, just just another thing, uh, Ed McCaffrey mentioned the Stanford band and said they are a funny bunch. They're not like your normal normal bands, yes, and they have a, they have that. a they have a good old time, and they. Sometimes they, uh, you know, a little bit mischievous. Yeah, take the Mickey out of things. So uh, they're 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 coming down. So definitely keep an eye on them. They've been fined a few times for yes. uh, spelling out <laughs> inappropriate words, for so, various yeah. various things. But this isn't, um, you know, just. Uh, I mean, it is the only game in Sydney, but it's also this opens the college football season in America. This is. You know, tens of millions of people worldwide that are going to be watching this thing. So yeah. You saw our ESPN piece last year and how fun the whole event looked. It's going to be even better this year. I forgot to mention as well, Ed McCaffrey 
played back in 1998 here in the preseason game between Denver and San Diego. Brilliant. And then he also, Adam did a great job in terms of correlating Ed's NFL career with his son's NFL careers by saying that he is a an elite NFL breeder. And it's part of <laughs> Ed's wife, who is an athlete herself, but... Uh, Ed mentioned that he's probably a better breeder than he is athlete. So a small humble brag about how how good his ability is to breed, which I like. <laughs> but also more praising, he, like more putting praise on his sons and their yeah. abilities. So um, that that was very very funny. It was. All right, as I said, buy tickets, Sydney Cup, and uh, please, uh, yeah, please go. It's the more people go, the more chance that we get more of these events in the future. Yep. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at JYNFL. You can follow me at Wood, etc. Or at Sydney Cup Combine King. And you can also follow the show at Woot and Why. Listen on Audio Boom, iTunes, and Stitcher. Like us on Facebook, The Woot and Why Show. Please, iTunes reviews. Give us some. Five stars only. Boom. Oh.